When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. One hundred and twenty five. Hundred and twenty five podcasts, White Boy Malcolm X. Did you ever think, sir, that we get here? Get to 125. No. I thought you'd say that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I I knew you were going to say that. The last thing you were expecting was to have to be doing these things, what, a year and a half later? No, I take that back. Almost, almost two years later, we started doing these in... In August of 2020, what else is there to do? Locked up in your house, surrounded by COVID Karen types up here in Massachusetts. But on the plus side, sir, you haven't had to pay for Italian beer in quite a long time. I will say, though, I will admit this. There have been a couple of times where I've thought, is it time to give it up? There's a a large opportunity cost to doing these shows. Other things I could be doing. Other things I could be working on. Nothing has popped up just yet. Nothing I want to do more than these. So we're just going to we're gonna keep on keeping on. And on a quick programming note, folks, this is going to be the only podcast this week. I think so. I'm pretty sure this is going to be it. I've got... Well, it's a twofer. Mama Frost, she's coming up on Thursday. And and I've got, speaking of having a grand gay old time, I've got a colonoscopy on Friday. And Mama Frost, she doesn't leave until until Monday. So we're probably, I would say, next Wednesday, next Thursday, That's probably when we're going to have time to get everything together to put out another podcast. I try over the weekend, but if it's one thing I know, when Mama Frost is in town, it's her world, I just live in it. Like that woman is going to give me any free time while she's up here. Any time at all to put one of these things together, get it out for you folks. Speaking of the colonoscopy, though, you know, they have this pre-procedure questionnaire. Ask me all these questions. 
what kind of medications I'm on, medical history, things like that. But they had this section on safety, and I read this, and I'm like, what the hell? What does this have to do with me getting a colonoscopy? But I did a screenshot of it. Thought I'd share it with you folks. It's a section called safety. Abuse is identified as a nationwide problem and health concern. We are required to ask you the following personal question. So they're required to ask me these questions. And there are three of them. Has anyone hurt you or threatened to hurt you in the past year? Only white boy Malcolm X when I almost ran out of Italian beer. That and telling him he wasn't allowed to bring that Ronald McDonald blow-up doll into this house. I was not going to have him defiling that doll in this house. And he got extra super-duper butthurt about it. Has anyone sexually abused you? Yes, but it was consensual. Do you have a history of pre-adolescent sexual abuse? Now, I am 52 years old, folks. As I've said many times, not only am I a queen, I'm an old queen. And I'm going in for a colonoscopy at 52 years of age, and they want to know if anyone diddled me as a child. What was that? The 70s? Early 80s? Uh... No, nobody diddled me as a kid. Nobody wanted to diddle me as a kid. Not even the local priest. Talk about giving me low self-esteem. Nobody wanted to diddle me as a kid. Whatever. I just can't believe they are required to have those questions answered. Like, what are they going to do if I said, yes, I was diddled as a kid? What the hell are they going to do? I'm 52 years old. Nothing. But again, whatever. So we were talking about Dr. Jill Biden's, her book on Tuesday's podcast, last Tuesday's podcast, and how the book only sold like 250 copies in the first week. And I, of course, asked kind of sort of rhetorically how much the book advance was. How much money did that poor idiot of a publisher, how much money did they flush down the toilet for that piece of garbage? So, over the last few days, I thought I'd try to find out. No big shock here, folks, but the best I could do was an AP Newsbreak story from April 5th, 2017, which said that creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer and Dr. Jill Biden, they signed with Flatiron Books, and it was a seven-figure deal for three books, two from him and one from her. I didn't think the big guy got out of bed for a deal under $10 million, but I guess back in 2017, he did. And don't ask me why, folks, but we do have a very special guest here on today's show who wanted to come on to the podcast to discuss Dr. Jill Biden's book sales, or lack thereof. So without further ado, and before she eats all the nachos and chicken fingers in the house, I welcome back to the Miller Frost podcast, 
Megan McCain. Megan, welcome back. Uh, thank you, Miller. It's so good to be back. Sure. How you been? Oh, I've been good, thank you. And how were the nachos and chicken fingers in the green room? Oh, uh, delicious as always. Yummy. I didn't see the queen with the clipboard in there, though. Well, with you coming in, we gave him the day off. Thought that be for the best. But anyway, Megan, you said that you wanted to discuss Dr. Jill Biden's, her book, What's on Your Mind? Eh, yes. I can't believe her book only sold 250 copies. Yes, that's a remarkably dismal number there. Totally agree with you. Eh, it is. My book sold more than hers. You must be talking about your new book, Bad Republican. I think that's a coloring book. How many have you sold so far? Uh, I don't know. Like way more, though. Well, Megan, according to the Washington Examiner, your book, Bad Republican, that only sold 244 copies. See, I told you. Like way more. Megan, I think 250 is a bigger number than 244. My mommy says I'm smart and stuff. I'm sure she did. She's an ambassador now. Yes, I saw she got that payoff. Allegedly, supposedly. Possibly, maybe. Got that payoff. Got herself an ambassadorship for supporting creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer. Like you did. I hate Joe Biden. You already endorsed him, Megan. A bit too late for that, don't you think? Did you know I was on The View? I did. Whoopi and Joy, they were mean to me. I wouldn't take that personally. They're like that with everyone. Eh, they're just jealous of me. Who isn't? What, white boy Malcolm X? What about him? He is. Rutro Shaggy. What? Our queen with a clipboard just showed up and he's, Why the hell does it smell like stinky ass nachos and chicken fingers in here? What on God's green earth is going on? Oh, hell no. I am not seeing this. What the hell is Megan McCain doing back here? Hello, queen. I was missing you. I'm not talking to you, Megan. I already told you. You dumb or something? My mommy says I'm smart and stuff. Your mommy is a whore to Joe Biden. Full stop. Now I have told you, Miller, I am tired of having to pick up after her. Nacho and chicken finger crumbs everywhere. And do you know what she does to the bathroom? That's just damn disgusting, let me tell you. All the foul things coming out of her ass. You know what? Both of you... Get the hell off my podcast. (laughs) Unbelievable. I am, folks, I am yet again really sorry you had to hear that. Bringing Megan McCain onto this podcast, I knew that was going to be a train wreck, but I was kind of hoping in not having that queen with a clipboard, not having her here trying to manage Megan, I thought, Well, maybe not half the train wreck we usually get 
with those two in the building. But but yet again, no such luck. So so sorry you had to hear that, folks. I will say, though, I hate to admit it, but it's true. What that queen with a clipboard said about Megan McCain, trash in my bathroom after she eats all those nachos and chicken fingers, that's 100% correct. God knows what it's doing to my plumbing. But anyway, let's just, let's move on. Let's go ahead and jump into things. And this first one, it's from LGBTQ Nation. Those girls over at LGBTQ Nation. How do I know if I'm bi-curious? Bi-curious is a term used for those who have doubts about their sexual identity. But how does it differ from bisexuality? They are trolling me, white boy Malcolm X. God, are they trolling me to set me off with this article. Bi-curious. As if being bisexual, as if that's not bad enough. Bi-curious. And just for you folks out there, not down on the lingo, all these different sexual orientations, all these different gender identities, all these different super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns, here is a definition of what a bi-curious person is, at least according to those girls over at LGBTQ Nation. A bi-curious person is someone who is interested in exploring attraction towards different genders, but does not categorize their sexual orientation as bisexual. This could happen if you've only known yourself to be sexually attracted to one gender. Then suddenly, you meet someone of a different gender. I don't know which one, folks. Again, there are seven or eight of them out there. Who makes you doubt your sexual orientation? And if that's not bad enough, by curious, there is even, they've even got their own flag. I don't know what the bi-curious flag is. Probably a big question mark. Who knows? Who really cares? But this is where I think they're trolling me. No, I take that back. I know they're trolling me. They really, they want me to blow a gasket with this one. Three signs you might be bi-curious. Number one, you looked up, am I bi-curious on Google? Number two, You have conflicting feelings about being drawn to someone of the other gender. And number three, thoughts relating to bi-curiosity are constantly plaguing your mind. Their word, folks, plaguing, not mine. I wonder, though, white boy Malcolm X, and you folks out there, now that I think about it, maybe Sean Mendez, maybe he is bi-curious. We had that article, what, a couple weeks ago now? He was out there complaining he's not living his authentic self, living his truth, some crap like that. Maybe this is it. He's Googling, am I bi-curious? He has conflicting feelings about some other guy. Sean, just a word of advice. You can have conflicting feelings about... Well, pretty much any guy you want. You just can't pick AJKJ Appa. That strapping stud of a ginger. 
conflict away with any other guy. But if white boy Malcolm X, if he hears you've got conflicting feelings about his about his eye candy, his lust object, you son, you're in for a world of hurt. Just don't go there. Any other guy, just not AJKJ Appa. But anyway, on top of those two, he's he's ruminating the hell out of it. Thoughts of being bisexual plaguing his mind. On that, Sean, let me give you some advice. Do not come out as bisexual. And as a random aside, folks, that joke about bisexuals, what I say about bisexuals, I tell you what, that sets people off like no other. That thing we did on, on Ronan Rubenstein, our favorite bisexual, here on the Miller Frost Podcast. But that clip we put up almost a year ago, man, does that get people triggered, even today. But anyway, Sean, do not come out as a bisexual. First off, they're the second laziest members of our tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. They're not the laziest. That's the asexuals. And why are the asexuals the laziest members of our tribe? Because they will do nobody. They're asexual. They're not doing anything. But bisexuals, they're the second laziest members of the tribe because they will do anyone. That is what makes them the second laziest members of our tribe. No standards whatsoever. They'll do anyone. That's kind of lazy in my book. And on top of that, you look at why people are bisexual. Women, the only reason women are bisexual, it's basically for two reasons. They want to seem all edgy and cool in college. It's either that or they, they've got some creeper boyfriend. Guy gets off watching two girls make out. So it's to please him, her creeper boyfriend. And men... Bisexual men, in my opinion, they're really gay. They're just easing into it a bit. So I wouldn't go there, Sean. You do not want to wind up being like Ronan Rubenstein. Again, our favorite bisexual here on the Miller Frost podcast. Girlfriend at home, but he allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, much rather prefers going out, getting banged by half of L.A. Don't wind up like that. Don't be Ronin. If you're going to come out, commit all the way. Come on, fully out. Don't do this half-assed bisexual measure. You ain't fooling anyone. You go down that road. From Blaze Media, Amazon will reimburse employees $4,000 if they cross state lines to get an abortion. Amazon is committing to financing the abortions of its employees. And we've had a couple of companies now, a couple of big companies, come out, announce they're going to pay for their employees to go out of state to get themselves an abortion. Yelp is one of them, and we talked about them a week or two ago. Apple. Woke Apple is another. Levi Strauss. 
Citigroup is one. So between Amazon and Citibank, I guess I'm helping to subsidize these people out there going and getting themselves an abortion. And and Tesla, Elon Musk's Tesla, they're also going to pay for, for folks to go out of state, get themselves an abortion. But Amazon, this is a $4,000 benefit. It's an annual benefit. So you can get an abortion every year if you wanted to. And it's for, well, technically it's for non-life-threatening medical treatments, including abortions, which basically means just abortions. And this coverage, it's also retroactive. So if you had an abortion, I don't know, a couple months ago, you can get reimbursed for that. And not only will it cover your abortions, but it will also cover the abortions of your covered dependents. Now, that'd be a great vacation. You and the kids traveling to get an abortion if your son or daughter get pregnant. Again, folks, it's 2022. Your son can get pregnant as well. So, so here we have, folks, another HR department tortured by having to manage an HR policy like this. Them in the finance department. Can you imagine having to go through a company expense report, audit a company expense report where the purpose or subject is abortion travel expenses? Those poor people in HR and finance having to know all about people's abortions. Also, some moron executive can virtue signal to his, her, their, zeer, hysterical leftist employees. So you kids over at Amazon, woke Amazon, Yelp, Apple, Levi Strauss, Citigroup, Tesla, you all have fun getting your company-paid travel expenses surrounding your abortion. You all have fun with that. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, of course Madonna has found a way to make the Dave Chappelle attack about her. And I have to say, folks, I almost fell out of my chair when I saw this story. And we were just talking about the gay media, their heroes and villains narrative. Go to any gay news website, any story there, it's either a hero or a villain. Whoever they're talking about, hero or villain. But what floored me about this story, folks, Madonna, Grandma Madonna, She is always a hero. No matter what she's doing, folks, no matter what she says, the gays, they love Madonna. 
She is always a hero. Now, though, Madonna, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, she's very good friends with Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, as we know, reading the gay media, he is a villain, a vicious homophobe and transphobe, probably worse than that evil villain and turf, Voldemort, J.K. Rowling. And so, by extension, by associating with a villain, Madonna, Grandma Madonna, now she's a villain too. And this article, I don't know what snitty, bitchy queen wrote this, but man, I tell you what, they turn on a dime when they're displeased, and they are mighty displeased with Grandma Madonna right now. Madonna's probably like, what the what? What the hell? When did being friends with a black guy ever get you in trouble? Madonna, if you're out there listening to this podcast, trans beats black, honey, full stop. And I'll tell you something else. Transgenders, they have taken over the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. I remember a day and a time. Again, folks, I am 52 years old. Not only am I a queen, but I'm an old queen. But I remember a time, way back when, when the tribe was all about sexual orientation. That was it. And now, that has taken a back seat. No, not even that. It's in the trunk. It's behind the back seat. But sexual orientation, that is a, a distant second to gender identity. I mean, look what happens to lesbians who are like, uh, no, you cannot have a penis and call yourself a woman. What's the response? Oh, you're a turf. You're a bigot. So Madonna, good luck out there. Hopefully you're not in the, in the gay doghouse the queerty doghouse, for very long. Hopefully they, they put you back to hero status real soon. But in the meantime, you have fun with that. From Fox News, AP Style Guide adds phrase pregnant people to the mockery of Twitter. This is ridiculous. Only women can get pregnant, one conservative influencer tweeted. So our dear friends at the AP Style Guide, they're back at it again. And we like to have fun with those those blithering idiots over there. That's why I always say, capital B black people, real authentic black people. Not making fun of black people. I'm making fun of the AP Style Guide. Having to capitalize the letter B in black. But here's their guidance on on using pregnant people. Phrasing like pregnant people or people who seek an abortion, again, here's abortion, seeks to include people who have those experiences but do not identify as women, such as some transgender men and some non-binary people. And by non-binary, they mean those folks with super special, pain-in-the-ass pronouns. But picking back up, Such phrasing should be confined 
to stories that specifically address the experiences of people who do not identify as women. Again, like a broken record, to quote Sololinsky in Rules for Radicals, he who controls the language controls the masses. And so here we go again with the term pregnant people. Another bastardization of the language. Brought to you by the woke folk out there who are going to use this, changes like this, to help push the agenda, their agenda, at remaking society. I mean, who would have thought, what, 10 years ago, 15 years? Who would have thought in 2022 we'd be having a discussion about pregnant men, women with penises, seven or eight different gender identities, all this nonsense that's being forced down our throats. Who would have thought we'd be here? But we are, because a crap like this, the AP style guide, pushing the agenda, the woke agenda, so people, what they're hoping will happen, so people don't bat an eye at some point, don't think twice about, about pregnant people. Repeat it often enough, force people to use that, it becomes second nature at some point down the road. From Newsmax, Biden taps Corrine Jean-Pierre as new White House press secretary. And that's the name, White Boy Malcolm X. That's the name we settled on, correct? I mean, hold on a second, sir. What were our choices? Corrine Jean-Pierre, or to Frenchify it, Corrine Jean-Pierre. We went with the French one, correct? That's what I thought. But Corrine here, she is going to take over as White House Press Secretary. Ginger Jen is out of there. This coming Friday the 13th. If that's not apropos, I don't know what is. But Ginger Jen is out. Corrine Jean-Pierre is in. I tell you what, though. Creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer and his fetish for nominating black women. We have Queen Kamala because he had to have a black vice president. And look what train wreck we got with that one. Kentonji Brown Jackson. She's up there sitting on the Supreme Court. Her main qualification, she's black. Again, that was the deciding factor for creepy Uncle Joe the hair sniffer. Had to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. Hopefully she's not as feckless as Queen Kamala. And now we've got Corrine Jean-Pierre coming in as his press secretary. And you want to talk about an incestuous relationship in the swamp. Corrine Jean-Pierre, she is married or partnered with CNN anchor and national correspondent Suzanne Malveaux. Another fancy French last name, white boy Malcolm X. Jean-Pierre, married to, partnered with Malveaux. But Suzanne Malveaux, now that her wife, girlfriend, what have you, now that she's the new White House press secretary, Suzanne got herself a transfer. She is not allowed to cover 
politics until Jean-Pierre cashes out, moves on from her post. Maybe she can go to work for CNN too. Woke CNN. So congratulations, Corrine. Welcome to Creepy Uncle Joe the Hair Sniffers, his token black woman's club. Maybe you all can, can start a support group. Black women fetishized by old white men with dementia. Something like that. Either way, have yourself a grand gay old time lying for Creepy Uncle Joe. From the Daily Wire. Satanic Temple asked Boston to fly flag after court ruling. And the court ruling in question, the U.S. Supreme Court, they ruled last Monday that banning a request to fly a Christian flag at Boston City Hall, that was unconstitutional. So the Satanic Temple, they rushed out, they made their own request to fly the the Satanic flag or the Satanic Temple flag at Boston City Hall this summer. It looks like they want to fly it July 23rd to the 29th, and that is to mark its annual Satanic Appreciation Week. And we just talked about the Satanic Temple probably a couple of months ago. There was that after-school Satan Club in Moline, Illinois. But Satanic Appreciation Week, God only knows. Well, maybe not God. But I can only imagine what the Satanic Temple does during Satanic Appreciation Week. And just to clarify for you folks out there, the Satanic Temple, that is not the same thing as the Church of Satan. The Church of Satan, that's been around since the 1960s, of course. And it's those folks, those nut jobs, they worship Satan. The Satanic Temple, though, that's been around since 2013. They actually, they don't believe in Satan. They describe themselves as a a non-theistic religious organization that advocates for secularism. And they've got like 20 chapters, 50,000 members worldwide. But again, the Satanic Temple, they do not believe in Satan. And I'm sure Satan is like, can I sue them for misappropriating my name, damaging my brand? I stand for hellfire and damnation, evil and destruction. And these clowns, they're using my name to promote arts and crafts in an after-school club. Satan, he has to have some pretty good lawyers. I figure most of the legal profession, they're damned to hell anyway. So I cannot believe he can't get good legal representation to sue the Satanic Temple for stealing his name, trashing his brand. But you folks at the Satanic Temple, good luck getting your flag flown down there in Boston. Have yourselves a grand gay old time celebrating Satanic Appreciation Week, I guess. And no, white boy Malcolm X, we're not going into Boston, A, to see that flag, or or B, see what they're doing 
down there in Boston during Satanic Appreciation Week. Not on the agenda for this summer. We ain't going down for pride. We're not going down there for Satan. And for our last story, folks, and since it's our 125th podcast, I thought we'd do a story from the smoking gun. Felony charges for lewd FaceTime spree. A Florida man, of course, a Florida man, admitted that he was naked and masturbating when he dialed numerous random phone numbers and exposed himself to unsuspecting strangers who answered his video call, according to police. Investigators have charged Adam Smith, 35, with indecent exposure and obscene communication in connection with three illicit video calls made earlier this year. One victim told cops that they answered a call and observed a white male, completely nude, squatting in front of the camera while stroking his penis. A probable cause affidavit noted that while the victim was shocked, they managed to take a screenshot of the defendant. Kind of reminds me of that young woman, that old guy jerking off in the airplane, jerking off right next to her. She was another one. She was shocked, but she took out her cell phone, managed to record, what, 15, 20 seconds? This guy defiling himself? This victim, she answers the call. Guy squatting, jerking off. She does a screenshot. The call cops say came from a number with an 865 area code, which covers Knoxville, Tennessee, and surrounding counties. Smith was born in Knoxville, according to court records. Two other victims reported receiving obscene video calls from a Florida number. Sarasota County Sheriff's Office investigators, those poor, beleaguered investigators, they're at the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office, bless their hearts, use subpoenas to Verizon, Google, and the Pinger phone app to link the phone calls to Smith. Additionally, the screenshot taken by one of the victims showed tattoos identical to those of Smith, whose occupation is listed as painter in police records. When questioned last week, Smith reportedly confessed to calling numerous random phone numbers and subsequently masturbating over video calls within the past two months. A check of Smith's criminal history revealed that he was convicted in 2019 of indecent exposure and drug charges. According to court records, Smith pulled his car up next to a woman who observed the subject masturbating his bare erect penis as he was looking at her. Smith, who was collared shortly after exposing himself, was carrying a bag of crack cocaine when apprehended. Due to Smith's prior conviction, the new indecent exposure incidents have been charged as felonies. Man, even in Florida, jerking off in front of other people, that can get you a felony charge. Who would have thunk? Smith bonded out of jail Tuesday and is scheduled for arraignment on June 3rd. Smith's rap sheet includes convictions for grand theft, uttering a forged instrument, whatever the hell that means, cocaine possession, driving with a suspended license, and probation violation. And no, white boy Malcolm X, we're not going there. There is no need to do a reenactment of this smoking gun story. 
Like I'm going to do a reenactment of this guy, this creeper, Adam Smith, jerking off on his cell phone to some woman. Not happening, sir. Don't even go there. So on that note, since I cannot top this blithering idiot defiling himself on his phone to others, even if every queen in Miami Beach is butthurt, he didn't call them. Since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, White Boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.